I think it'd be great for us to appreciate where Sadir is coming from with his heart and vision and ministry. So I want to share some interesting facts. There are at least 600,000 villages in India in which 80% of the population lives. So 80% of India's population live in villages. There are at least 500,000 villages that do not have a church. Uh, at least 3,000 subcasts, there are at least 3,000 subcasts and tribal groups and uh, 1,942 uh, recognized language groups that are without God's written word. Some uh, amazing opportunity for work there. 83% of India are Hindus, 14% Muslim and 3% are Christian. And in that there are over 330 million gods that are worshipped. Across India, that's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Uh, 65,000 people die each year uh, eternally separated from Jesus Christ. And there is just an incredible uh, foundation for why Sadia and his team uh, are serving God in the way that they do across India. Uh, it'd be great for us to know Sadia a little bit more, realize that it was about a year ago, wasn't it, Sadia, that you were last here, but some of us may not have been around at that point. So I'm going to ask if Joel and Rhoda would just come and they're going to interview you, Sadia. So let's welcome Sadia again, but also Joel and Rhoda as they come and ask some questions. Thank you. He gets younger every time he comes, doesn't he? <laughs> What was it that keeps you young? Eating a lot of hot curries. <laughs> there we go. That's a secret. Adrian, eating lots of hot curries. <laughs> there we go. Who's got first question? Okay. You ready, Sydney? Yes. What do you enjoy most about England when you visit? Ah, uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> when I come over here, number one, I am enjoying with the good friends and fellowship. And secondly, I am enjoying to eat my beef curries here. Beef. <laughs> because I do have a great freedom to eat beef here. In India, cow is a sacred animal, but I am a secret beef eater. <laughs> they worship cow, I worship my steak. <laughs> and, uh, and also, I really enjoy my stay with the people who are really being standing and supporting to our ministry. Britain loves an Indian takeaway. Do you have fish and chip shops in India? We don't have fish and chips there. <laughs> in India, we have a fish curry and fish fry. <laughs> I love fish. Can you tell us the most interesting thing you know about India? Oh... There is another great thing in India about it. When we are doing work for God, we are reaching so many new places with the love of Jesus Christ. We are giving the water wells in the villages. We are conducting a huge crusades. But I love one thing. When we go to the big crusades and villages to have the gospel meetings, when we give the altar call, People lift up their hands and running for Jesus. That is my heart. I want you to see India must be saved. India must understand the love of Jesus Christ. We want to plant a new churches where there is no church. Thank you very much for the question. 
What miracles have you seen in your ministry? What? What miracles have you seen in your ministry? God has been doing great things and uh, through the miracles and the healings and the people are coming to Christ and recently before I come over here and the last month we had a, two Muslim people came to my house for the water well there, the head staff and teachers and they, they asked, they requested me please drill a well in their Muslim school. They said 250 Muslim children in that school. At that time I don't have a lot of money because when the people sends the money for the designated, I will drill the well. But anyhow, the Muslim people, they said, I asked them, can you give some time for me? I said, no, before the Ramadan festival begins, the fastings, we need a water well. So I have some personal money in my account, nearly $500. We started by faith. The evening, I was thinking about where the next money will come to finish up that bore because the Muslim people they never come to my house first time they came and um, I I asked my wife I wanted to read a magazine because I didn't get sleep because I have so many things been going bombarding in my mind and she pulled my cupboard there is a magazine there was a male was standing there for the long couple of weeks and in that mails, all junk mails, I found an envelope. There was an English stamp. There's a lady called Mary Harmer from Birmingham. She sent a letter 28 days back to my house. I was not in the home. I couldn't be able to read that. I opened that envelope. I found 600-pound check. She said that, Sudhir, this is the offering from my church. You can use it wherever you wanted. We drill a water well. We went to dedicate the water well. You can see the well um, on the next PowerPoint presentation. All the children's Muslim schools, they had a hat. And we dedicated the water well. And they invited us into their office to have a coffee. While we were having a coffee with the head staff, all the faculty, you know what happened? Two Muslim ladies came with the burqas. You know the burqas, they wear it. And they came through window and they're pointing out their hand to me come, 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 I want to talk with you. I said, these Muslims want to talk with these girls. I said to my wife, you go and talk to these girls. My, went, my wife went outside and they are asking, do you have any Bibles with you? My wife came and said, they are asking Bibles. And uh, my wife went and how many you wanted? They said, we want 10 Bibles. I went back to the Christian library. There was a guy who ran it. I shared about the Muslims wanted Bible. He, they said, we have a Hindi language Bibles. We do have a Urdu Bibles. Bishop, I will give you 50% half. Take it and give it to them. What a wonderful thing. The 10 Muslim people, really, I hope that God will work in their lives. That's an amazing miracle. What have been some of the biggest challenges you faced? What question? Oh, our main biggest challenge is in India. We wanted to pioneer new churches. We wanted to stand behind the man of God who are really working for God, encouraging the church pastors and sending them to the unreached places where there is no God's work. We wanted to train them 
through the conferences. We wanted to raise up the women's to walk to the glory of God. Bible says, unless the preacher sent out, how can the people hear the gospel? If the preachers would not go, how can the people know about Jesus Christ? Friends, we are here to sending the workers. There's a great man of God, William Carey, the modern missionary. He was in Calcutta and he said these words. There was a huge gold mine in India, perishing souls. I am willing to go down into that mine as long as somebody holds the rope. Friends, if you stand behind this ministry, we together will reach so many people. India would see that Jesus Christ is a real God among 330 million gods. What is your favorite part of what you do? Yes. My favorite part, every day I, was, I am on the wheels to reaching so many places. You know, in the morning, 5 o'clock, I used, to, I used to walk up and pray. Sometimes 4.30, God made me walk up. When I come to my house, you can see at least 10 to 15 people are waiting to talk every day with the needs. I never denied anybody. I will talk to them. And I will meet their needs, whatever the light God has given to us. We wanted to reach them, want to share the love of Jesus Christ. That's my heart, to reach the unreached. You seem really busy. Do you have any spare time? And what do you do in your spare time? This is my nice spare time here. <laughs> Without my wife, I have a great freedom and liberty. <laughs> I really enjoying my time here in India. I am very busy. I have two phones. One is my first wife. One is my second wife. <laughs> Always talks to me. I am very busy in India. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I have two phones. Always talking. Phones. Two phones. Not wives. <laughs> hey, he's number one naughty boy. Hi, Andrew. He needs a lot of prayers. <laughs> Father, please forgive this man. Talking and I'm always on the wheels. And uh, sometimes I will get a chance to have a good time with my family. Every, mon- every Monday, I will take a half if God gives the time. Thank you very much. Fantastic. We're going to watch a, a short presentation, then uh, Sidir is going to tickle our taste buds with some of the things that he gets up to over in India and unpack that a little bit more in the time that we've got tonight. So uh, thank you. My mother started this ministry 40 years back with small beginning. Me and my brother, we both were brought up from the orphanage. God has molded our lives while we were in children's home. Jesus said, if you want to love your neighbor, you must love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus never denied anyone. Our ministry, Ire, has been walking with the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ to reach the unreached, to carry the Christ compassion to the poor. 
Jesus loves everybody. Bible says, faith without action is dead. Our ministry is reaching the people like a soup, soap and salvation. If you want to reach the people, we need to reach them with love and compassion. Friends, I need your prayers and encouragements. If you join with us, join hand to hand, we can bring difference. We can give hope to the hopeless. Dear friends, you did watch this PowerPoint presentation. What this area ministry has been doing among the poor and needy. Only one reason we are doing it, to show the God's love. To help the people, to break the barriers, to break the systems, which is not right for the God's kingdom. Wherever we go, whatever we do, first we will see like Jesus. When Jesus was on this earth, when he saw the multitudes, he moved with compassion. He's not only sharing, but he fed the poor. We are walking with the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are trying to do something, but not all what we do, whatever the way that God has given to us. So, like as I shared in this film, Soup, Soap, Salvation. When we go to the villages, when we find the need, with the love of Jesus Christ, we will meet the need. And then, when we go second time, the people's hearts will be open. And they will very much happy to hear whatever we say. Like that we have reached so many people. Please join with us as your friends and as your partners to do this great work. We together will establish God's kingdom in this place, in India. If you are not standing in the gap, who will stand? If it is not now, when? This is the time. God bless you. Thank you so much, friends, for your great encouragement and support to this ministry. Without you, we can do nothing. I know this church has been standing since so many years. You are faithful in helping and encouraging us. We've been reaching so many places. We pioneered so many churches. I really thank God, Pastor Adrian and his dear wife Helen, Andrew and his family, and all the leaders and the deacons of the church, Pastor Annette, Sally, all the people, I know them very well. Thank you once again for everything what you have been doing. And uh, Pastor Adrian, I was staying in his house. They are taking care of me very well. They are feeding me like a big donkey. <laughs> Yesterday they took me to York. We see the beautiful cathedral. And we went inside. And it's like a huge, beautiful place. Written, he took me to the nice, uh, um, some cafe. There is a something, corn, cornwall, what is that? Beef stuff? Paste, something. This big paste. Wow, what is that? I ate that last night. 
you know what happened after I came, came back? I walked to the big park two times. <laughs> I'm looking forward tonight to eat Andrew beef curry. I don't know what he makes, beef or chicken. If there is no Hindu God, I don't eat, please. <laughs> Thank you, friends, for everything. We love you so much. And through your prayers, God has healed my wife. I took my wife every month to the hospital, examine. You know that you've been praying for my wife. She has a cancer. But God touched my wife. Please continually pray that the enemy has to bound. Enemy strategies has to go in Jesus' name. We wanted to work for God's kingdom. That's our main concern. Friends, I know, I would like to share something from the Bible because I don't have time. Just five minutes. And uh, Pastor Adrian, very strictly, they gave you five minutes. If there is, if there is a two minutes grace, then God will bless him. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. This is the, the vision of thy prophet from God. God speaks to the people through vision and to, through the dream. Here we can see, <clears throat> just read it, because my English is, my accent is funny accent. Please try to understand. There is something I told him. See, he said to me, son of man, eat what you find in this book. The book means is the Bible. Eat this scroll, then go and speak to the house of Israel. And I opened my mouth, and he fed me the scroll. He said to me, son of man, eat this scroll. I am giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it. It was as sweet as a honey in my mouth. Then he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak these words to them. Friend, we can see. Can you give us paper? Yellow color. Yeah. Friend, you can see. Here, the God heartbeat is dying world. Number two. Two, when Jesus saw the people from heaven, he saw the people are sheep without shepherd. Their lives are so miserable. John 3.16 says, God, soul of the world, if gave his only begotten son. Whoever believeth him should not perish, but have. It means God desire and divine design is that we should live for his glory. His divine desire is that we should live to worship him. But enemy, Bible says, comes to steal, kills and destroy. That's why God is going to send his people. Friends, now God was talking to the prophet Ezekiel. You eat this scroll. Friends, you are here, not by the accident, you are here under the will and plan of God. God has a divine plan in your life, strategy. Bible says, many were called, few were chosen. 
you are the chosen by God. Ezekiel was chosen by God. Me have chosen by God. Pastor Adrian, Andrew, and you all have chosen by God. That's why they brought, you brought you over here. God brought you over here. Because you need to hear and eat this scroll. And the, meditate the God's word. And when you go to the chapter 37, Ezekiel, when you, when you do the same chapter, uh, Ezekiel chapter 37, uh, verse 1 to 6, the same dream God took to have taken this Ezekiel to the valley where all the dry bones were there. All the bones were there. He spoke first, you eat it and you keep in your stomach and the same God have taken Ezekiel in his dream to the valley where all the dry bones. Friends, you can, you can read this one. He said, the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and sent me down in the middle of the valley and it was full of bones. It caused me to pass all around them. And behold, there were very many it's a human bones in the open valley. So they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, prophecy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, behold, I will make breath enter you so that you may come to life. When God has taken to the valley, there are so many dry bones. Friends, God, we are here not for ourselves. We are here for outside of the people. Because God has brought you, he paid the price for you. That's why we should not be blessing for even ourselves, we should be blessing for others. God's heartbeat is dying old. That's why he took them to the dry bones. You speak to the dry bones. There are so many dry bones. Even in our family, people, they did not, they did not know about Jesus. They have not experienced Jesus. Even not only I was talking about India, Pakistan, China, even Africa. Even there is a great need. Even in your country, there are so many dry bones. People, they claim that they are Christians, but they were not Christians. They still, they were dry in spirituality. That's why God brought you to this place. That's why I came, I left my place. I, why I came here? I always talking about my nation. Must experience the love of Jesus Christ. My desire is to reach the unpreached. There are so many dry bones in the valley. They don't have a life. We are here. Jesus said, I come to give the life and abundant life. Dear friends, you are here to give the life to others. Could you please stand and with this word, not not the stand. You stand this word and hear these words and just say, Lord, I want. See, our life is unaccountable. When we die, nothing will follow us. The things and deeds what we have done for God will follow. You know, when he, God spoke to him, he said, you know, when you speak, when you share the word of God, their lives never be the same. You are here to transform the people's life. 
Friends, stand up and work for God. We together lift the banner of a living God. Thank you very much for this. God bless you. That's good. Let's stand together, shall we? We're going to be closing in a moment, but should we stand together? I'm going to ask the dear to pray over us. And, uh, you know, as he speaks the word, it said to Ezekiel, speak, prophesy, speak forth life. Yes. Let the dry bones live. And uh, we want our hearts and lives to be refreshed, restored, so that we have something to give. That's the living hope of Jesus Christ yes. to come alive. And I'm going to ask the dear to pray over us. So let's just do that for a moment. Shall we open our hearts, open our minds, open our spirits? If you can, lift your hands to heaven. If you want to do that, open your hands. I find there's something about open hands. I, I find uh, many years ago, uh, a friend of mine said, if, if my hands are clenched, but when they're open, I'm in a position to receive. You shake someone's hand, you have an open hand. You can't do it with a clenched fist. There's something about giving and receiving. And so uh, it's not an instruction, it's an invitation to you. So I'm not telling you what to do, I'm inviting you. So if you feel that you can, then let's raise our hands, open our hands. You don't have to raise, you can put them in front of you. But whatever it is, it's a symbolic act. And as to dear praise, we just pray that something fresh, release of hope and life, not only in us, but on our nation and on the churches of our nation. And let's just, just pray over us, dear, please, right now. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. God is so good. Everybody please sing. God is so good. He's so good to I love him so. I love him so. I love him so. I love him so, he's so good, he's my savior, he's my savior, yes, he's my savior, he's my savior, he's so good, he answers prayer. He answers prayer, yes, Lord. He answers prayer. He answers prayer. He's so good. Father, thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful time of fellowship you have given us. You are so good to our life. You are a wonderful and loving God and you are a living God. You never forsaken us. Even though sometimes we may be unworthy but still you are faithful God. Thank you Lord for your grace and mercy upon our lives. Lord I admitted my dear wonderful people friends into your mighty hand. Could you please, Lord, speak each one of them, Lord. As you have speak, as you have spoken to Saul, you made him as a Paul and use him as pioneer. So many churches in Asian Minor. Lord, you spoke to Samuel the same way when he was in the temple. 
You made him as a prophet. You made him as a blessing to so many people, even Israelites. Lord, you spoke to his, you, you spoke to Jacob. You changed his name. And you used him to be a blessing for so many people. Lord, in the same way, you spoke to Isaiah. Who will go? Whom shall I send? He said, Lord, here I am, send me. The same words we want to hear from you, Father. Could you please, Holy Spirit, speak to each one of them, Lord. Renew their strength. Could you please rise up the people who can walk for thy glory and honor, Lord. Bless these dear ones. Bless their families. Bless their church. Bless their business. Whatever they may, they may do, let them see the joy of the Lord is their strength. Heal them, Lord. Touch them. Rising them right like-minded people to win so many people to reap the great harvest for thy kingdom and honor, Lord. Holy Spirit, Shekinah glory, could you please come and touch one of them and use them for thy glory and honor. We break it all the spirit of infirmities. We break it all the spirit of hindrance. Once again, we rebuke in Jesus' name. We release fresh anointing, peace, and joy upon thy people, Lord. Seal them with your precious words. Seal them with your Holy Spirit. We give all the glory and honor, Lord. In Jesus' sweet name I ask. Amen. Thank you very much, friends. God bless you. Just as um, Sadir was speaking, and, and actually just before in the worship, I had a word, like a word, de- determination. And, um, and like, like most teachers, we're doing sports week and sports things, and we've been looking at British values. But the one word, determination, and as Sadir spoke, there's, you have to determine first of all, who you're going to follow, don't you? You know, he, he spoke about that, you know, Joshua had to determine in his heart, choose, we've got to choose sometimes what we're going to do. But we also need to carry out that choice, we need determination, and it's a value, it's something that we need to have, and as you were praying, you know, as, you know, the, the dry bones, we need a value of determination to fix our eyes on God's goal, and uh, I just really pray that that prayer that you just prayed over us that we will carry that word too thanks guys